Now tuning in to Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. Reminds me, I've been telling Chris since we moved here that we need to go to the Rocky Horror Picture Show when it happens during Halloween, uh-huh. and we didn't get to go last year, and I'm adamant this year that if we don't go, it's like a non, like it, it's gonna, it's a breaker, like right. we have yeah. to go. <laughs> and I'm like so excited, I've been like, I made a, like, Google alert for it, like oh, I'm, I'm so excited. <laughs> That's um, very wholesome, and I Thank you. love that a lot. Yeah, I mean, that's what you gotta do, you know? You had to do it to him. <sighs> God damn it. What? You've set me up for that. I know. I know. It's just... just, it's what I got, I mean, I just, I have to, one, that's what I think of when I think of Halloween. Uh-huh. And two, <laughs> yeah. I enjoy the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. And three... It's how I have to support my favorite actor from oh my God. <laughs> the Muppet Treasure Island. Oh, uh, I forgot. Truly, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I don't think I've ever been like genuinely mad on this podcast except for that one episode <laughs> when you were like, "Oh, Tim Curry from Muppet Treasure Island." <laughs> so infuriating it's i was just being honest and that's the worst part (laughs) it wasn't a bit if it was a bit it wouldn't be funny but god it was too real (laughs) i mean it's just like like there's a lot of actors that i feel like they've done fundamental things that are kind of like geared towards children that stick out like when i think about gina davis She's, there are, like, two things when I think about Gina Davis. Like, I think about A League of Their Own because I watched it religiously as a kid. And it's like, how did I not (laughs) realize that? Uh, um, But also, like, I think about Stuart Little. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's Gina Davis. And it's like, a lot of people, like, I'm just like, okay. (laughs) And then... And so I'm like, oh, yeah, Gina Davis, that's Stuart Little's mom. And they're like, what, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> they're like, that's the poll that you have for Gina Davis, incredibly well-known actress? <sighs> so. Yeah. That's great. And it's, like, no no shade. It's just, like, that's, that's that just is, what it is. That's just what stuck out to me, you know? You know, it's good to... To be familiar with someone's whole career, all the highs and lows, and all the the types of things they do, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I will say that, like, a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, you know, Gina Davis from Beetlejuice, and it's like, I didn't see Beetlejuice until, like, three years ago, so. Right. (laughs) So, I mean, (laughs) I just knew that, like, not to say it three times around them, because they were like you know, all superstitious about it or whatever. Right. Also, welcome to Into the Twilight. It's Halloween around these parts, bitches. Spooky times. It's like... I'm gonna butt chug a PSL to later. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that this is, like, a relevant alcohol joke for, like, our audience? Um, do Do... Does that White Claw thing have, like, pumpkin flavor? No, but they probably will get on that. Yeah, I saw someone on Twitter make a joke that if that company doesn't come out with Santa Claus things, that they mm. have a missed opportunity, which That's true. I, I don't drink them, but that makes sense to me. Right, but as an investor? <laughs> <laughs> but as a stockholder, that makes sense to me. Um, I will say that there is a, a Chicago-based like coffee maker or whatever um that just recently launched um a hard version of their cold brew cans so it's like alcohol in cold brew coffee which just sounds like a bad time for your butt 
Yeah, that seems that sounds like it would make for bad poops. Yeah, that just sounds like a bad time. And also just like Brian, you can't take that to the office. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're I know you think you're slick right now, but I can read the can. I know what's in there. That seems like that seems like just a half step above those like Diet Coke commercials that were I don't know if you saw this, but like the Diet Coke commercial about like the morning meeting. Oh yeah. They were playing that in like movie theaters before trailers of like, this is Brenda. Brenda didn't have breakfast this morning. She's gonna have a Diet Coke for breakfast and she's gonna kick ass in her meeting. And <laughs> she's, she's a girl gonna, boss. <laughs> she's gonna snap the neck of Joe in R and D. That's like, what the fuck is this Diet Coke? <laughs> That's and what like, Lean In is all about. Yeah. Baby. <laughs> Diet Coke. And it feels like this hard cold brew is taking this. They saw that commercial and were like, you know what we need? We're going to take our cold brew and we're going to put alcohol in it. It's like, wait, what the fuck? We can't. You can't have this in a workplace environment. Definitely not. But if anyone were to venture into like the alcoholic pumpkin spice latte. Oh my God. It would be them. So the last thing I need to see when I'm on public transit is I because I already have to deal with these fuckers on cold brew in the morning, <laughs> and like they're already like they're listening to their NPR, so they're yeah. like chill, but they're on their cold brew and they're like ramping up, and I can see them <laughs> on their like on the bus just getting like fucking hyped. Is <laughs> the last thing in quadruple speed? <laughs> yeah, they're like in their own seat, but just like oscillating no, during that fully stationary, but just like. <laughs> Your mind's <laughs> yeah, they're just like glitching out at that time. The last thing I need is for that to also have alcohol in it. Yeah. So now they're just like having conversations with themselves and like <laughs> right. and like moving with the bus. Like I don't they haven't had anything else in their stomach at that time, so they're gonna be yeah. extra buzzed. Yeah. I don't want to deal with that person's work emails in the morning. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> As funny as that is in concept, I don't want that yeah. ever. Just stroll into work with like a fuck ton of Outlook like calendar invites. <laughs> what is this? What's going on? Every five minutes, is there's just another event email. <laughs> it just oh. says like secret meeting location is bathroom. <laughs> Winky face. You know, it's like what is this? Are you okay? <laughs> Oh my god. God, where are we? What's happening? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I am. This podcast is about Twilight, but also adulthood (laughs) and water cooler humor. All of these All of these things are not sponsored, but I'm open to talking about Diet Coke, which I don't drink, but we'll talk about. And alcoholic cold brew coffee which i don't drink alcohol or cold brew but i'm more than willing to talk about your product because i will be bought um cody how the fuck are you (laughs) i'm okay now i feel like i'm in a weird space but in a great way you know now tell me what you mean by you're now in a weird space besides (laughs) the fact that you called me and you screamed at me (laughs) when i answered the phone okay (laughs) the way we're framing this conversation (laughs) It's not ideal. Your monotone yelling when I answered the phone really set the mood for today. Okay. Monotone yelling is more apt <laughs> of a descriptor. I just, you know, you have a week. You, I, just, yep. you get home, you get into the, the old closet stewed. Yep. Sit back, relax, and then call up your old friend, your good friend. Um, And then you just <laughs> instinctually gutturally scream. <laughs> it yep. happens. That's you know, true. You're lucky it doesn't happen more often because it easily could. I'm lucky. Yes, <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am lucky. I am lucky. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think everyone in their life should have a friend that you can call up and without even saying hi, just monotone yell at them. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> For no context. 
And honestly, sometimes that should just be the conversation there. Um, it just starts and stops at that point. Um, yeah. And make it, ideally, that would be someone that you don't necessarily know very well. Um, <laughs> just just make it someone where that is their the role that they serve in your life. life. Yeah. Um, yes, that, I, it's, it's certainly been a week. I kept telling my kids happy Friday today and they're like, Miss Johnson, stop. <laughs> it's not, no, <laughs> they're like, please stop getting our hopes up. Um, I had, I had two kids clock me today. I had one say that my PowerPoints were too cheerful and I was like, well, fuck. fuck. <laughs> Thanks for being honest. It's <laughs> like all of you are fakes for not telling me sooner. This is the only kid that's honest. Um, and I was like, I, I came up to him later and I was like, are you really? And he's like, yeah, can you tone it down a little bit? And I was like, okay, thanks. He's like, do you have notes? Would you, do you have anything specific you'd like to <laughs> me? Um, he was like, just, cause I, the, one of the activities that we did is I was like, I didn't need them to bring anything. And so I was like, under the materials needed, I was like, your best self. And he was like, Ms. Johnson, please stop. Uh, <laughs> Help. Ms. Johnson, there are seven smiling suns on this one slide. <laughs> it was literally much. a gif of a smiling sun. <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was like, just just a little bit less. And I was like, okay, thank you. These uh, kids are just trying to learn. <laughs> he was like, I'm just, we're all just so tired. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I can't uh, see anything you have up there. <laughs> it's just covered by beautiful gifts, which I appreciate, but there's too many. Miss Johnson, it's all in hot pink comic sans. You have to stop. <laughs> it's not a bit anymore. Um, and then another one, another one of my, <laughs> it said, um, <laughs> um, the, he was talking to one of his friends, and he was like, yeah, I'm so tired of teachers who try so hard. And then he looked at me, and I was like, <laughs> I hate this. I have to go. <laughs> Anyways, seventh graders have no chill, and um, they are very honest, and I definitely don't cry about it when they leave, so. Yeah, they're for sure. Anyway, they're great, and teaching is a great job. And it's all full of, they all thank me all the time, and it's, um, it's great. So, I love my job. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely don't have to repeat that to myself all the time. It's fine. It's so cool. Um, but I definitely have a couple kids who, like a couple weeks ago when we first came into our class, that saw, like, all of the copies of Twilight that I have in my library because I can't fucking keep them here anymore. Because yeah. Chris says they bring a bad juju into the home. <laughs> it's correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, and some of my kids were like, can I read those? And I was like, of course you can. So. <laughs> oh, let me tell you something. <laughs> so I may have started a new generation Twilight. So. Oh, yes. Doing the good work all by yourself. <laughs> yep. Well, no so, one else will. Yeah. So, welcome. It's been 13 minutes. Um, this is a podcast where we talk about toxic masculinity in all yeah. forms on the internet. Yes. Yeah. But specifically, fictional characters mostly. Right. Specifically, not the internet at all. Actually, for the most part. <laughs> yeah. Because the real stuff is for people that. Well, actually, we're qualified to talk about it. We just choose not to. <laughs> um, I'm we, willingly an idiot, so <laughs> I, yeah, I'm an idiot I, by choice, actually. We both have paid a lot of money to become qualified for that conversation. <laughs> just make an active choice not to have right. that conversation. We both have degrees in talking about toxic <laughs> Yep. And we just have flushed them down the toilets. I make an active jumps. choice to right. um, leave that aside and put it in a corner. For and for that, we are brave. Truly, I would and say. We should be awarded somehow. Well... I think we get paid, Why? sort of, for this. Okay. <laughs> All right. I meant more like clout. Like, I want, like, a plaque or something. You know what I mean? I want, like, a little trophy. Yeah, other than the plaque on my teeth, am I right? Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate getting old. Uh. <laughs> anyway, this week's episode is sponsored by Kress. Um <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it's like a wild get. Anyway, <laughs> <Kim> Fox, <laughs> <Kim> Fox, <laughs> Kim 
<laughs> gotta get out of this hole. We are okay. trapped. Uh, We're trapped. All right, we have a couple of uh, current events that we need to talk about this week. Um, the first one has literally nothing to do with what we've been talking about. Um, so I'm just gonna. There's no transition I can make here, but it is something I'm very excited to talk about. Hell yeah. Um, at one point in this podcast lifespan, I would love to be able to do a bonus notice on Selena. Um, it has sure. literally nothing to do with our content other than the fact that I distinctly remember watching the JLo movie about Selena, um, right. when I was disturbingly young <laughs> right? and breaking down. Cause I thought it was like a real, I, I knew, I didn't, I knew it was a story, but I thought that like JLo was Selena at that time because right. I was so young yeah. and watching her die in that movie like fucking broke me. Yeah. I remember like where I was watching that for the first time on TV. Anyways, um, Netflix is apparently making a, a show about Selena um, and they have selected um, Christian Serratos who is from, we know her as Angela Weber. Mm. from Twilight, but we she's currently been on The Walking Dead as well um, to play Selena, which is super cool. Woo! I'm really excited about this. I think this is awesome. Yeah. Hell the fuck yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't actually... I don't even think I knew that this series was happening. I don't um, know either. But I'm looking forward to seeing more about the series coming to life and, and how they're going to adapt the story as well. Right. Um, but I, I, it's been awesome to kind of see Christian like grow on the walking dead and kind of make that like, I don't know, a job's a job, but having that stability is awesome. Um, we love twilight actors thriving for real. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited about this. I think that's awesome. Yeah. 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 Um, do you have a case to corner for us? <gasps> Thank you. <laughs> case to fashion corner slash hair corner. Mostly, it's mostly a hair corner. And boy, is it! Boy, is it! It is different because uh, it's pink. That's the news. <laughs> the news is that her hair is pink, um, but it's very, very good. Um, it's so good. It's, She's still, like, growing it out, so she's got, like, a lot of root situation, and the ends are, like, a little flamingo bubblegum pink, and it's so cute. <laughs> I just, every My- time I see photos, I just, someone needs to send me a warning before, is the thing. Yeah, it's so rude, and there's one photo specifically where she's wearing this fucking jacket, and listeners, if you can track this down for me, I will buy it so quickly. <laughs> is it the red or or the yeah, red? It's ugh. red, pink, and like two types of blue, all in hodgepodge things. It's me in a jacket. It is. is. It, it gives a lot. And of you she's vibes. wearing the e boy chains. It's like there's a <laughs> lot happening here, and I'm frustrated and she's doing what i would consider like the typical case do facial or she's doing like the um typical case do hand gesture yeah. too and with a little just, bit of a smirk situation uh, and also holding a plaque with her own name on it which is what powerful a right? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a, a palpable image i'm, I'm honestly flustered yeah i'm furious i also just want to spend just a little bit more time on this jacket too because please god i so i we're looking at a cosmopolitan article right now that is about it's titled i think kristen stewart died kristen stewart dyed her hair like bubblegum pink and it has like sixteen thousand photos on here too it's like (laughs) but we're looking at the literal last photo one here yeah and there's so much that i love about this jacket too it even if it was different patterns but it it almost looks like a high-waisted jacket right and but i love like the little shoulder decal on there too it's little like buttons yes Uh. and there's there's so much detailing on it that like at first glance you're like oh sweet pattern but then there's also like a whole bunch that's happening too um and i can't tell like is it a jacket is it a blazer is it a top like because i think she's wearing it as a top 
But it looks like a... I have so many questions, but I love it. I'm... It works all the ways. It's so good. It's great. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Kesu, for your gift of existing. <laughs> your existence. Yeah. Yes. Other gifts. So last week we preemptively reviewed the music video of Don't Call Me Angel. Um, by saying it was good, but we didn't know because it was coming out like a day after we recorded it, um, and we had no idea. So I haven't actually talked to you about this music video. <laughs> what were your thoughts about it? Uh, wow. Mm. Okay. You know, <laughs> I applaud them for trying. Mm. And, like, it had all of the ingredients, right? Sure. It had Ari. It had Miley, who was... Sometimes great, sometimes questionable, but mm. o- oftentimes a net positive, usually. Sure. And then we have Lana, sad mm. girl queen. Yes. It's a good it's a good mix of people. There's a lot of hype going about it. Um but everything post that is a bit of a bit of a leap. Bit yeah. Of a jump into a ditch. Oh. That's bad. Oh, <laughs> Oh, how do you feel? Um, I think it's it's tough, right? Because they're coming up against Destiny's Child. Yeah. Um, as far as reputation goes, right? Right. Sure. And sure. they are not an established trio. Right. Right. Like it was last time. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the best review that I got after watching it is Chris looked at me and he was like, "This seemed." He said it seemed like someone dropped out in the contract negotiations. And yeah. And this came together. Right. Um when I initially saw the the trio come together, I was like, why is Lana there? Like it seemed like Lana, Lana was has not no business to be there. being there. Yeah. It could um, have just been like a Miley Ari situation cuz Lana basically wasn't there. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to dip in for a minute. And I'm gone. Just poof. The way that they almost set up the song was like that was supposed to be where they put like a rap break or something. And some like whatever rapper they wanted fell through and they were like, oh, shit, we need to get someone. Let's get Lana. Right. Um, And so when I first saw it, I was like, oh, God, like, I don't know how it's going to work out. And then surprisingly, like, Lana was my favorite part of that. Yeah, I think it's good there's just not a lot of it and it feels weird no. in conjunction with everything else yeah i agree and i think lana's part of it actually felt like if you pulled it out it could be its its own like song right like that was the part that i actually wanted to continue listening to right um and in the music video that was the only part where i was like oh like that fits with the movie <laughs> <laughs> interesting um but it was it was fine. It wasn't what I wanted. Yeah, no, it it also felt just so like girl power, which like I guess is the the mood right of the whole thing. But it's yeah. just like, come on. If, to me, it felt very Elizabeth Banks brand of feminism, right? Yeah, which is like literally what this is, but <laughs> also. Um, you could tell, like, they all recorded in different rooms, mm-hmm. and then it, they came together for the shoot for the first time, and it was just, like, I don't know. It wasn't what I had hoped for based on, the, like, the quick teaser that we saw, which is a shame. You hate but to see it. You do! You do hate to see it, because I'm, like, I'm, I'm oh, really God. excited for the movie. Yeah. And I, this is, like, supposed to be the song, and it's, like, I don't know. If I'm not jazzed about no. this, this doesn't make me want to kick walls. <laughs> and like, no. <laughs> yeah. No. So, anyway, it was it was a bummer, but yeah. I'm, again, not surprised, given that it... <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so, one thing that we did not fully touch on last week... Um, was that Bella's birthday was last week on the 13th. 
Virgo queen. Uh, truly. Um, and so queen. Kelly Beck had a question that said um, Bella's birthday was coming up. Um, and they asked, do you think Alice still throws her birthday parties? Obviously. I think so, right? Yeah. She would combust if <laughs> she couldn't. Yeah, I feel like if anything, I mean, it seems realistic to me that, like, at some point, maybe not right now in their timeline, but some point soon, they they all start to, like, grab, like move to different spots. Right. Um, and so I feel like birthdays are the time where Alice, like, convinces everyone to come together for... Yeah, she's part, the glue. Like, yeah. So... I think that makes sense to me. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, so, I like that. That's a good question. Um, I don't... Are you emotionally prepared for this next question? <laughs> no. Okay, well, um, we had someone on Twitter ask if the characters in you were in Shrek, which ones <laughs> would they be? Taylor... Taylor. We don't it's pay just... you nothing for nothing. <laughs> 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 this is a hate crime that you've done this to us. But I fucking love this question, though. Why? It's, because it's it's very, to me, it's very big brain. Oh, it's for sure, like, galaxy brain. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, for sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, do you have any idea? Um, well, I'm looking at the list of Shrek characters right now on Google, um, <laughs> and just their Google images alone is, is really doing something for me. Yeah. Oh, I have one right off the bat. Okay, go. Blythe. For yes. sure. Is the fairy godmother from the second one. I hard agree. Thank you. <laughs> and that's all I'm contributing to this cursed question. <laughs> um... What the fuck is the little boy neighbor? What is his name? Why can't I remember Paco? his name? Paco. Thank yeah. you. God, how um, quickly we forget. How quick. <laughs> the, the people that mean the most to us. I know. Um, is God, I legit haven't seen Shrek in so long. Sure. Um, is he... <laughs> He's... Gonna be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's gonna be the. Pinocchio? I was thinking that or the gingerbread man. Oh, gingerbread man's good too. I was thinking <sighs> the gingerbread man. Yeah. Um, Doctor Nikki <laughs> is definitely Lord Farquaad. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just because yeah. there's a whole complex going on. Right. Why does it say in Shrek that Peter Pan is in there? Isn't he? Is he? Yeah. It's like a, yeah. It's like a joke character, I think. But yeah, I think there's like a Peter Pan character. What the fuck? Yeah. It's been so long. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Who's okay. Joe? Is Joe Shrek? <laughs> no. Well, Who's get out the swamp, you know Who's what I mean? Gonna... Okay, um, okay, Joe is... Joe is Shrek. Oh, he, yes. So he could be Shrek, because Shrek is also like, fuck, fuck these people that think I'm ugly and don't want to, me to fuck them. That's fucked up. But also, he could be Prince Dude. <laughs> <laughs> or he's just like, also oh my fuck these God. people that don't want to yes. have sex with me for other reasons. That's right. Either That's right. way, Beck is probably Fiona, because it makes sense with that. Either way. Well, they are kind of fucking made for each other. Right, because they're um, fucking bull- <laughs> goblins. <laughs> now, it does make sense, given this dynamic, Ethan right. is definitely Donkey. Oh, yes. Hard, hard agree. Um, who are we missing? Peach? Oh. Oh. Um. Peach? Oh, no. Hold on. No. I'm- my galaxy brain has exploded. Peach is 
the fairy godmother. Blythe okay. is the sexy dragon. <laughs> that's, <gasps> that's right. Okay. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. Fuck. Sorry. Amateur hour. <laughs> obviously. How dare us? Yeah. Um. Okay. What about Puss in Boots? That's what I'm saying. Fuck. <laughs> um, um, the one that's always like coughing up hairballs and shit. Yeah. Um. Is it the is it the friend who's like an influencer? That's just. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> she's yeah, maybe. Her best, but she's not really. Not yeah, really maybe. there yet. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe that's. That makes sense to me. Who knows? Yeah. But that's those are I think the yeah. the main ones. Um, tag yourself in Shrek, please. <laughs> Thank you. I just remember that I've like told people about this podcast, and that they might listen to, <laughs> to us and talk about Shrek <laughs> and the cast of you. Yeah, I've I've accepted. I've accepted my regrets. Yeah, no, that's fair. I, yeah, I think I. They've said a lot of regrettable things in the past couple of years. So. Yeah. Cancel me, fucks. I don't <laughs> I, care. You don't have the guts. <laughs> I wish you would. <laughs> Fuck. Right. Speaking of canceled, let's read these no. chapters. No, you we, can't. You tag yourself in Shrek. Oh, I thought you were saying, like, to the audience. <laughs> like, to, to No. The, the well, listeners. them too, but I would like you to choose yourself. <sighs> Fuck. I think I'm a donkey son. (laughs) 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 Dragon moon. (laughs) And uh, fairy godmother rising. (laughs) Okay. That was... That was some galaxy brain. I was not expecting you to go that route, but thank you. Of course. Okay. Um, if you could do me a favor, this will make the most sense if you can do me a favor and you can Google Shrek characters, please. Just Google. <laughs> I need you to look at the, the images for Shrek characters, please. <laughs> My agent will not be pleased about this. Okay, go ahead. I mean. Okay. I am the... Are you looking... Do you get the little, like, scrolly screen at the I top? I do, yep. Okay. If you can scroll to the second page on that part for me, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am the... <laughs> do you remember in the first one when they go to get their tickets and there's that little box where it has, like, Jack and Jill and they, like, fu- yeah. they do the little cursing part? So I'm that. I'm the mascot son. <laughs> And then I'm whatever. (laughs) No, fuck you. And then I'm whatever this Thelanolius moon is. Oh, like the executor? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. And and then my rising is um uh is definitely and obviously. It's been so long. Um, it's obviously Princess Fiona because sure. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I just definitely relate to whoever this executioner oh is. God. I'm actually crying. <laughs> this like fucking henchman. I don't remember this person at all. No, but I love that you saw it and you're like, yeah, I get it. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I just, I just distinctly remember watching Shrek for the first time, and when they go to get their tickets before um, bad, like, reputation plays or whatever the fuck. Right. Um, and, like, the little animated characters, like, almost cuss, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So, yes, please, um, audience, what people, <laughs> um, tag sure. yourselves in Shrek and let us know yeah. who you are. Fuck, my cheeks hurt. Okay. Um, I'm so glad we always decide to do something that makes me laugh uncontrollably before we get into the shit that yeah. is this, these fucking chapters. Especially this week, because what the fuck? Yeah, fellas. Um, this book continues to, like, divert from the TV show, but in yeah. the weirdest ways. Yeah, in ways that are so unnecessary. 
Yeah. And bonkers. And bonkers. Um, so last week, if I remember right, we started to get into why Karen Minty was a bad choice for Joe. And we are also started to talk about the King of Queens bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> great unforgettable Just content. natural content well love it um also last week dr nikki was starting to divulge to joe um the issues that he was having with his wife right yeah otherwise this this week's chapters would make no fucking sense <laughs> right okay so then Chapter 37 starts, and Joe is back at therapy. Um, and I, just from a just from me being a, a nosy person, I'm very curious how he balances his schedule, because given that he's the pseudo, like, owner of this store... Sure. I'm imagining that he works more than 40 hours a week. Sure. I mean, I'm assuming that he probably gives, like, at least his weekends to Ethan at this point still. Right. But... I just want to know, like, when does he see Dr. Like, yeah, he, who has, like, where does he find the time to fabricate and live out a fully other life, basically, and and also stalk back and keep track of all of her presences and everything and also have a relationship and like, there's so much going on. Who has the time? Literally, like, no, I don't understand how he has the time. The math does not add up. No, no, it makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's back at Dr. Nikki's place, chilling, living his old therapy life. As you do. Um, as you do. <laughs> Prying in when... and breaking down your therapist <laughs> from the inside yes. out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this time, Dr. Nikki is the one that's, like, breaking down um, because... He's, like, accepting full responsibility, talking about the fact that last time he divulged too much information about his wife problems, I guess. Um, And then Joe starts to be like, and Dr. Nikki's such a good guy, like Mr. Mooney was back in the day, before he got angry at me. And it's like, (laughs) okay. Before he disciplined me. (laughs) Before he, you know, became an abusive person, but also... My only father figure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, and, it happens. It happens. Yeah, you know, as it does. Um, and so this chapter is, like, structured really weird in that Joe is, like, comforting Nikki. Um, and also, Nikki is, like, attempting to give him a referral, but doesn't... doesn't s- at any point say, like, I am doing this so that you can see a new thing. Like, he doesn't say what the referral is for. Right. <laughs> He's just like, do you want to stop seeing, like, do you want to break up? Is <laughs> it- <laughs> what is this? What are we? I thought we had something. It's all very confusing, which should never be the case with your therapist. Right. Um, or with, so, yes. I don't know, storytelling. Oh, lit, like, like yes. writing your book. Yeah. I shouldn't yeah. be this lost. No. In interactions. I should not be. Um, so at some point during this, um, he, there's a lot of like Nikki being like, I'm so proud of you. You did this. Um, lots of like thanking and all this stuff. And Joe coming to the realization of like, he wants more than Karen Minty can provide at this time. Right. Um, and then finally, um, Nikki gets a phone call from his wife, and he does the whole, like, my wife. Um, and then he, like, <laughs> Sorry, I have up. to attend to my wife. <laughs> um, and finally, after all this time, Joe gets the chance that, like, he started therapy for, which is to snoop on his computer. He got, like, majorly distracted, huh? Yeah, he like legit. He like legit started therapy. (laughs) He actually like bettered himself. (laughs) He like went method. Yeah, he committed a little too hard to the bit. I don't know that it necessarily helped him at all, but like he he like paid a lot of money or like (laughs) I don't know. Um. Anyway, so he goes over to the computer, realizes that. Got, like, Nikki has a family, and they're on, like, 
<laughs> what I love about this is on the wallpaper of Nikki's computer, apparently his whole family is standing in front of a Nikki's pizza, and Joe was like disgusted by this. He's like, well, because they're also all like in the rain, and he's just like, yeah. no, guys, we gotta fucking take this. It's my name. Yeah, I that all just felt like a lot, so I understand. Yeah. Um, and then he finds out that um, Nikki does not take notes on paper. Like, he seems like he's been doing, but instead just has audio files, so he does his web crimes um, of sending them to himself. <laughs> wee, 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 you're under arrest. <laughs> I'm the internet yep. police. He also downloads a pizza while he's at it, just yeah. to cover his tracks. Um, and during this time, um, he makes a point to, rather than... I don't know why he's more thorough this time than he was with, like, leaving actual DNA at a crime scene. Um, but make sure that he, like, deletes his the email in the sent folder and empties the trash and, like, all this stuff. Uh, but anyway. Um, and so he starts to listen to the tapes um, as he is leaving, and that is where the, the chapter ends. Pretty short one. Yeah, a bit of a breeze. Pretty Pretty short one. Um, and then chapter 38 starts, and this is where shit starts to, like, hit the fucking fan, yeah. I would say. Um, and if, so when I, what I remember of the, of the TV show, um, cause I remember them doing, like, an acting out version, um, there were still audio tapes, audio tapes, where, how old am I fucking? Um, there were... <laughs> There were audio files. It's like sounds, but you can <laughs> have them to yourself and play them it's, for others. It's the future. <laughs> um, you ever heard of this? <laughs> Fellows, come in here. We got. You don't have to use a record player anymore. <laughs> it's like the radio, but you got. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> they were still audio files in the TV show, right? Yes. Yes. Yes, they were. But they were just acted out. Yeah, so I think they were, like, you were listening to his, like, recordings of stuff. But they were recordings of the sessions. Yes, they were. No, they were. They were, they were, they were. So they were, but I think he also had, like, Captain's Log somewhat. But, like, I think the majority (laughs) of it was, like, he, which was also fucking crazy that he recorded the whole sessions, like, verbatim. And then they were also, like, acted out, whatever. But that, yeah. Yeah, because I remember, I remember in the TV show that it was, like, you would see the way that Joe, when he was, like, listening to them, as he was, like, seeing Beck on the couch, and then he was seeing himself as Nikki, right? Yeah. That's how I remember that scene going. Okay. (laughs) But in this version, um, Joe was just listening to Nikki's, like, captain's log kind of things. Which is way, this gets, like, way different. Oh, yeah. Because it's, again, it's, like, just his side of the story here. Yeah. Which is, again, it's not objective. So, he goes, Joe goes to the deli and gets what he describes as, like, very cheap headphones. Um, and he's and, and he, like, Hulk smashes them open and, like, cracks the plastic. Which, to be fair, like, I, I get it. That stuff's tight. <laughs> yeah. Um, and starts to listen to these on the subway. As he makes a point to note that he is sitting across from a blind black man who is smiling. That is very important to Joe in this scene. And this, I hate this chapter because then he starts to listen to these, to Nikki's captain's logs. And because they're in Nikki's, again, not a doctor, logs um they are gross yeah and subjective Mm -hmm. and again it's like beck but she is making an active choice to seek help with as he describes in the first one with her hypersexualization with her boundary issues Mm -hmm. her father issues and her issues with men right she is communicating those issues and wanting to come in and and make change and he takes those notes and is like all right so do we want to just continue this (laughs) do you want to make this worse for everyone it's like we could i could help you right but that would be not fun 
Because you wear these, I mean, how am I supposed to say no when you're wearing those little skirts, you're crossing your legs, and you're not wearing bras? Yeah. How am I not going to have sex with you when you're emotionally and clearly damaged and needing help and distancing yourself from men and use sleeping with men as a coping mechanism for a lot of other problems? Of course I'm going to have sex with you. It's so gross. Of course. There's a part, too, where he says, like, I think it's in the, it might not, it's like in the second session or something, where he says, we establish goals. She wants sexual confidence, which I find amusing because she is sex. And it's like, what the, these, these are not captain's logs. These are, (laughs) you're, you're supposed to be taking notes. And... If you had to report this to, like, a supervisor, you're like, oh, here's what I've been up to, Doc. Uh, (laughs) They would put you on for trial. (laughs) If, for whatever reason, these needed to be sent out to, like, other doctors or for insurance or things, like, they Mm -hmm. are a method of tracking data. Right. That is not data. (laughs) Yeah, no, this is useless. You're just horny on these on video on audio tape. What the I'm fuck? just imagining like next to that that like Nikki just drew a little dick and like, <laughs> it's just like it's just awful. Yeah, it's rough stuff. Yeah. And he, us, why? And that's the thing too is I'm thinking about this and I'm thinking about the little like oikos like the Greek and I'm like this. <laughs> Same John Stamos, the this yogurt man? dude. This guy. This guy. Yeah. And all those probiotics. Uncle that's Jesse. Like, <laughs> not my uncle Jesse. No. <laughs> oh, and God. and he keeps going on to is like, I'm so tired of Marsha and the broken washing machine. But Wait. Beck, she's a reprieve. And it's like, yeah, that's what that's what marriage is supposed to be, right? right? Just your fucking wife and your fucking broken washing machine. My fucking pizza sign that there's a photo of that we all hate, but we keep and, it because it's the only thing holding us together. You just gotta do it for fucking Nikki's pizza. Yeah, I do love this idea though that Beck is just some beautiful solace in a terrible marriage. Yeah, when she's not just like a fully fucked up college student just the most fucked up just like yeah kid. in a lot of debt and just like going through some shit is an english master student like she's going through it um, yeah and she's trying to get medical help yeah and trying to get brain help and like figuring her shit out um and he's like oh this is what i need I need this. This is the stuff that I've been missing, baby, with my security and my love and years of commitment and passion and children. This is it. And this almost, like, underscores your thought that I think you mentioned last week, too, about this author, like, being very anti-therapy. Yeah. Because there's one of the, um, one of the Captain's Logs mentions Beck feeling comfortable to share with Nikki about the green fuck pillow and can like I I I cannot imagine feeling comfortable enough with a therapist to be like hey I'm gonna talk to you about my sex life and also talk to you about my trauma and then that therapist coming back and being like captain's log I'm gonna (laughs) I want to talk about my my current fuck person yeah. and their fuck pillow and now <laughs> and the fantasies that I have about them and right. this fuck pillow yeah. and how it makes me want nothing to do with my marriage and how I just want to fantasize about this person it's like um okay <laughs> like imagine being in that scenario where you're like okay so my patient just opened up to me about sexual trauma and a lot of ways that she's used sex as a coping mechanism and like in the ways the physical ways that she's does she does that is this an invitation for me to sleep with her <laughs> is is this her asking me to fuck her yeah i cuz i'll do it <laughs> i cannot relate it's like no so that's not at ways. all what that means yeah i <sighs> if she wanted to fuck someone to, Beck you know, has been compar- pretty obvious about Right. Like, if she's gonna fuck someone senselessly, 
as a coping mechanism. She's not going to pay you a lot of money to do that for right. therapy. Yeah, I she don't... can do that with some dude at a bar. She can do that with a bunch of other ways. But she's yeah. not going to go to her therapist. No. No, I feel like and I feel write like out a check wouldn't do it. To blow him. <laughs> like, that's not what's happening. <laughs> what? Mm-mm. No. That's just, a fake, ugh. that's a fake scenario. Yeah. Um, and then, so we've seen, like, several of these captain's locks so far. Keeping in mind that Joe is listening on, like, tinny headphones on the subway. Right. Getting angry and angrier. Just fuming. <laughs> yes. Um... And he's, yes, he's wants to tear his own head off, is what he says. Yeah. Um, and so he finally, like, realizes that he got off on the wrong, or, like, he missed his stop, so he gets off, finally, um, heads back to his apartment, and then he sees on his stoop um, that Karen Minty is there with a picnic basket. Oh, shit. And she's like, hey, person <laughs> that I enjoyed. of King of Queens. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, what up? I made you a picnic. Um, and Joe's reaction is like, fuck this. I want to go inside and throw typewriters at the walls. She's fully, fully a lunatic. Yeah. Um, and he's just so upset. And also startled because he says he's never seen a picnic basket in real life. I don't know that I ever have, so fair. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Like, I was going to clock you, but actually... hmm. I... Also, yeah, I don't... I don't know that I've ever seen, like, a wooden picnic... Yeah. So he's, like, all pissed off um, and bringing that energy to the space. And she's like, um, excuse me, I made all this food (laughs) from scratch. And... So, he, of course, is getting all frustrated with her, and um, finally, Karen Minty stands up for herself. Yeah. And, as she should, um, and asks, like, do you think I'm some fucking ragdoll? And Joe, because he's Joe, says, that's exactly what you are. (laughs) Correct. Um, I'm capable of emotions. Because he's an awful person. Yeah. Then we find out some backstory about how Karen was the first person to teach Joe how to vacuum, apparently. (sighs) Or at least, like, vacuum at that apartment. But she, like, she apparently, and God, I've been this person for a couple exes. um, But she, like, dragged a vacuum cleaner all the way to his place, presumably across town. And, like, vacuumed his apartment because she didn't want to stay there if there was, like, a possibility of mice being there. Oof. And it's just like, oh, God, Karen, I want to drag you, but I've been you, Karen. so I Karen. get it. Karen. Karen, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she's understandably like, I don't understand why you're mad at me. I just wanted to make us a picnic. And then she realizes that he is going to be dumping her. Wah, wah. And it, I feel bad, but also it's like, Karen, get out. Go. Yeah, <laughs> like, please run, as, run as far as you can. Please. Go date Kevin James. <laughs> please. Live a happy life with Karen, Kevin, Karen James. Oh, Kev- <laughs> okay, <honestly>. better. <laughs> um, go find Kevin James and, and live a happy life. Yeah, um, but, that's what you deserve. But she runs away crying, unfortunately, and then, but she like leaves the picnic basket for him, which is fucked up. He because, doesn't deserve that. No, because he eats this like this what he considers his like last supper of all this food that she made from scratch, Ugh. and listens to the recordings. And it's just like he's getting more and more angry. About Dr. Nikki, and it's like, hmm, I wonder what he's gonna do. Oh boy. <laughs> I wonder what he I wonder what he's gonna do given that he's on a track record of killing everyone that's gotten in his way before. Interesting. <laughs> that is chapter 38. And Jesus. so next week we're on to chapter 39 and 40. We will get there before the end of the year, I promise. I swear to God. 
<laughs> I swan to John. I swan to John. We do have some time for our sponsors. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> our sponsor, our passions. Ooh. <laughs> I, we've been visited by a French nobleman. <laughs> um, what an honor. Yes. And this, I've, we, we pulled up a, a piece that we were originally going to talk about during our current events corner. Um, and it's, it's a, a distractify piece about Bella Swan's birthday. Ooh. But um, we decided to keep it for our pushroll corner, mm-hmm. um, given the, the amount of great memes that are included. It's, and it's very good. It's grand. It's very good. Um, I would highly recommend some of you look at these because they are, they are great. Yeah, there's some good shit in here. Shout out to Kelly Beck. Whoa! Ow! 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 Who's gonna be number two? Oh my god! <laughs> which is the perfect apex. Of this podcast, of which is Twilight and also Bon Appetit. Um, and it says, Bella following Edward into the woods at literally any point in the Twilight series. And it's Claire saying, this is a bad idea. All right, I'm going to try it. <laughs> yeah, we need to put this on our Twitter ASAP. Yeah, it's it very, is it's literally us. us. Yes. Um, shout out to Sophia Salinger. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Who is going to be uh, number one. Which is literally me always, um, which is Bella's reaction whenever Edward plays the piano, and it is the the gif of Michael Jackson saying, I love this song. Yeah. That is me always. <laughs> Shout out to Aaron Salinger. Woo! Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Number three, baby. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> It's so good. Oh, I was gonna save it for later, but I didn't want you to steal it from me, so I gotta just I was gonna too into it. Um it is it's <laughs> Bella. I've actually already eaten. <laughs> it's Rosalie and it's a photo <laughs> of Elmo question mark. But like so the color grading of it, it's like it looks like he's in hell, basically. It's like <laughs> fully awash with red and he's pissed but the best part is whoever had made this image just drew on little eyebrows like two just little sticks coming up so he looks really angry and it's a fat mood i'm gonna change your i i don't know so your contact photo in my phone is still um it's still the fucking candle from oh. it's still like the fucking chip candle yeah um but i think i'm gonna have to change it to this elmo because yeah that's me because like, it is i don't know who took this photo of you without your permission i know but... i might you'll be hearing from my lawyers <laughs> <laughs> okay um shout out to alex wife yeah uh <laughs> And I think I might just need to do these in order because these are just so fucking good. Um, <laughs> shout out to um, Alex Smith. This is number four, which is Edward. How did you figure out I was a vampire? Bella. And then it's this fucking Timmy Turner <laughs> screen cap that just says, uh, internet. <laughs> which is same. <laughs> it's so good. Shout it's so to good. Taylor Brown Town. Hotner. Same. Our Same. favorite intern. And Thank also you for your mom. work. Thank you for your service and a Marine. Thanks, Mom. Marine. Who's <laughs> gonna be me, who has read the entire Twilight Saga many times, sitting in the theater and watching Bella open her eyes. To- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> To reveal her blood red irises at the end of Breaking Dawn Part 1. And it's just the Pikachu surprised me. It's just like, what? So, fun fact about this. I have convinced Chris somehow. We have this, like, unspoken agreement that, like, once a year I get him to watch the Twilight movies with me. Uh So, like, we watched New 
moon this year and so like next year we'll watch eclipse and i cannot wait to just like smack him on the arm when this happens be like watch this watch this watch this and then because i will it never i never get tired of that moment when you're just like i get whole body chills every time and i've literally watched that movie over 200 times like at least for sure so fucking embarrassing okay um shout out to katie weber Pew, pew, pew. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to fucking describe this one. Okay, um, who's gonna be Bella upon seeing Edward in the sunlight? Ooh, shiny! Um, Edward, this is the skin of a killer Bella Cullen, and it's just this fucking scream cap <laughs> from Edward in Twilight when he's out in the sun. He has his fucking diamond skin, but it's like. Just the, I don't, I don't even know. It's just like Robert's soul came out in the he middle of filming. Exposed a little bit. Yeah, he's just like, yeah. oh, Bella. I cannot. <laughs> Bella. <laughs> it's somewhere in the middle of like, please kill me. And also like Jizz face of just like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And because of, of the diamond skin, he just looks wet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it he's looks shedding, like, like he's a snake boy. <laughs> just shedding his skin. A snake boy made out of, like, I don't know, fucking Becca highlighter kind of thing. Yeah, right. Wow. Okay. Uh, shout out to oh Simon motherfucking, motherfucking Steel. <laughs> yes! Um, who's gonna be? I will never not be uncomfortable with the fact that the weird hybrid devil gremlin baby had to be <laughs> Bitten out of Bella. Did you write this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then someone responded saying, hashtag, if your relationship the real thing, if your is your relationship the real thing if your BF doesn't know what your placenta tastes like? And then just like the slanty face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. These are so good. These are all so good. Um, God. I... Yes, these are, this is one of the best collections of, of memes I've seen in a long time. Yeah, it's so very thank good you. curation, for sure. Thank you, Distractify, for honestly doing the Lord's work. Yeah, hit after hit. Um, okay, so I don't think that I have read this fan fiction. Great. <laughs> but don't fucking quote. There's no way to check. Don't even try. There's Just no way to. Ch- there's no <laughs> way to check. There's no way to check. Um, but what I would, I, I'm gonna send you the the accompanying artwork that was made for this. Always. A Just grip. to really like set the mood. Sure. Um, for this, um, the, I'm reading on the Hugo Award winning. <laughs> <laughs> um, archive of our own today. Pay some fucking respects. Mm. <laughs> um, and the the fanfiction today is called <laughs> the fanfiction today is called the path we choose, and is written by Les Sixteen. Um, could you please describe the artwork that I just sent to you, please? Must I? I would. I need it actually. <laughs> it looks like a postcard. And also, like, someone was like, I'm going to make graphic design my thing. Yep. (laughs) Me. (laughs) (laughs) And it says, the path we choose, a chance meeting in the park. With an ellipses, but there's four, so it's not a real ellipses. (laughs) Um, And then, basically, there's a a beautiful scene behind them that's burning. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And there's Edward and just some random woman. (laughs) Yeah. In the corner that says mine, yours, forever. And then on the left side, left corner here, we got two white children. (laughs) (laughs) Just peeking out in the corner. Let's say, will you be our mommy? Mommy capital. Great. Um, Great. And that's it. I hate it. I hate looking at it. Yeah. That's basically the summary of this. Um, Edward is a 32-year-old single father of seven-year-old twins, Maddie and Mason. After literally crashing into Bella in Central Park, he realizes everything he has been missing in his life. Is Bella really what he has been looking for, or is she hiding who she truly is? Um, And this was written in 2012, and it has 
um, almost 650,000 words. Jesus. And I will read all of them for you today. (laughs) (laughs) Strap in! Do you think, is there any desire for a bonus Jonas of me actually reading a whole fan fiction? Is that anything? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe when I'm not actually the most fucking congested. Sure. Okay. Um, Also, this person says, I hope you like my story. Please leave me a review and let me know what you think. So, okay. All right, this is from the prologue. I walked into the kitchen after I took my shower, still thinking about last night, or technically, this morning. Last night had been so incredible, and being with Bella was almost indescribable. I loved her so much, and the realization I got every time I thought of finding her, I got more and more dumbfounded at the way fate brought her to me. I sure as hell never expected to feel this way about someone, and I had resigned myself to the fact that I probably would never find the woman that I would want to spend the rest of my life with. These last few days with her... At my most favorite and special place had been amazing and more than just a little bit needed. Not to sound like too much of a pussy or anything, but it had been, but it brought us even more closer than before. There was still so much to find out about her and me just because I knew, because God, I knew I didn't like talking about all my shit too much. And the last few days before everyone got here had gone a long way to doing just that. I couldn't believe all the things I didn't know about her before though. Being with her constantly for three days had taught me so much about her. Just by watching her throughout the days and the little things she did, I was telling you, walking into that garage the other night and seeing her play the drums, yeah, hottest fucking thing ever. And the car and watching her cook, well, just every damn thing about her. So fucking hot. End scene. (sighs) Playing the drums, Cody... Yeah. Playing the drums. It's the hottest thing you can do. Objectively. Listen. Yeah. That's just science. That's science. Fuck a piano. Yeah. Well, don't. That's but not do what I... fuck a drum set. <laughs> <laughs> but don't fuck a piano, but do fuck a drum set. Right. Listen. Don't fuck a typewriter. Don't fuck a piano. If you take anything away from this podcast. That sounds like a children's stretch. book. <laughs> Yes. Um, I am self-publishing it. It's out <laughs> fall 2020. Please pre-order it. Um, Sounds like a when you give a mouse a cookie thing. <laughs> when you fuck a typewriter. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Uh, literally. All right. Um, how do we fucking end this? Um, as we say in Seattle. <laughs> get whipped. And get fucking whipped. God. Fuck. <laughs> This is an Earbud Media production. You can find us on Twitter at Earbud Media and listen to the rest of our shows. You can find this show on Twitter at Into the Twilight, as well as IntoTheTwilight.show. You can send us an email at IntoTheTwilightShow at gmail.com. You can also become a sponsor of the show or buy some merch at IntoTheTwilight.BigCartel.com. Our art is done by Maddie Padilla, who you can find at YourGhostToast44 on Instagram. And our music is done by Eli Krauss, you can find at EliSourKraus and KrausFilms.com. The intro and outro is by KB Smith, you can find at kb underscore underscore smith on twitter you can find ally on twitter at into wild places and you can find me at dyke discourse you've been listening to earbud media production earbud media audio for everyone